Hi guys, you are listening to Hope in Your Story. My name is Candice and I'm here with these, <laughs> these guys. guys. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I'm gonna do that again. No, that was amazing. You should leave that in these guys. So today's podcast is entitled No Good Report. Are we getting straight into that or is Sean regaling us his tale of porcupine soup? No, I think we should get straight into it because that was... I don't really... think everyone eats roadkill. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get, let's get into it then. Okay, serious faces on. So, to begin, what do we mean when we're saying no good report, Sean? No good report means that when people ask you for a good report or whatever, you don't always have to give one. Because a lot of people want to hear about your good report, so they basically want to hear about your promises, not your pain. When that happens, we often push people in the corner and don't allow them to have the the conversations that they need to have, and just to let people know what's going on in their life. Yeah, because I guess to add a bit of context to that, people, they want to listen to all the good stuff that's going on in your life, but if you want to talk about bad stuff going on, they tend to not really want to get into it and people really brush off a lot if you want to talk about stuff you're going through and I guess that's the kind of attitude which adds to people not talking about when they're going through depression and anxiety and stuff like that and ha- having you know pretty big issues because they haven't been able to talk about it with anyone. Yeah. And I think because we talked about it in an earlier podcast I'm pretty sure when you don't let people talk about what they're going through people are filled with shame yeah. Why can't I kind of face the things I'm going through and not necessarily always have a good report, but, you know, also just have that community, have those friends that actually want to help encourage us and help us through the things that we're going through. Yeah. I think it's important as well to let people talk about the stuff that maybe isn't so nice. In the Bible, there's scriptures about shining a light on the darkest parts of your life so that you can repent from them and you know be yeah. free from them and that. And if you're not letting them talk about them, then you're not letting them do that because yeah. they don't get the chance to be open and write it up and yeah. honest about it. And then you're also missing the chance to go through with them in prayer yeah. Yeah. to help them with that. So there's a missed opportunity on both sides. Yeah, people can't repent or be held accountable or anything unless you let them be open about something. Like if someone's struggling with, with like, let's say, really bad addiction, like, um, like they gamble and they've got a problem with gambling – and and they want to repent and get freed from it, but you're not. You don't want to talk about stuff like that. You don't want to talk about you know that they were having trouble and stuff like that. Like it, it closes them off from getting help because you know a problem shared is a problem halved. So it's even just talking to people about their problems will make it easier for them to get through it. I think as well having it like using a bit of discernment, I guess, in these situations is important too because just because someone's coming to you with a problem doesn't mean right that very second you should be talking with them about it. There are certain times with problems that I've faced when I've gone to someone to talk about it and what I've actually really needed is to be distracted from it in that moment just for a bit to reset my head or whatever. So, you know, yeah, every moment is not going to be the perfect moment to talk about these problems and... But just rejecting talking about them straight up is yeah. more than going to There's also the other verse. I think it's like talking about like we should like share our struggles with each other so we can actually help one another. 
So if we're not actually letting people come to us in their time of need, we necessarily won't carry a heart to actually want to help people yeah. and, you know, walk through that season with them. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, one of the important <clears throat> things, especially with IUOK Day being on the 13th of September, one of the biggest points that they make on IUOK Day is not, like, the walking up to someone and saying, are you okay, like, right there on the spot, but asking someone out to coffee to talk. Because no one listens, really listens to your conversations while you're having a coffee and stuff like that. Like, get somewhere, you know, semi-private where you can have a conversation about what's going on. And it helps people a lot, like, just to be able to mull it over and talk it through with someone, yeah. you know? like yeah. I think we also need to get over the fact that these kind of conversations and these kind of moments in people's lives are uncomfortable. Mm. Like, someone actually talking to you about what they're going through is not the easiest thing. And so we need to just understand that, yeah, it might, it might be uncomfortable and we might just want to have fun and all that. But to be someone's friend and to be there for people, we actually need to realise, well, yeah, it's not going to be the easy thing. And it's, it is going to be uncomfortable, but those moments need to happen. And that's like the very point of it. Like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. That's why this person is yeah. coming to you for help to get out of it because it's uncomfortable yeah. and it's yeah. horrible. And Yeah, and I think also that whole problem with people not wanting to talk about these issues and only wanting to talk about the good stuff and the victories, like what you were saying, that leads to a culture of perfectionism. Yeah. Like people, like these sort of impossible standards to live up to. So everyone's being delivered and this is happening and that's happening. And then you're there in, in trouble and you're like, well, what about me? Especially in church. You're like, well, does Jesus not love me? Because all these other people, apparently their lives are perfect. Yeah. What's going on with me? And then Candace, like the other way with Instagrammable Christians. Yeah. are talking about Instagrammable Christians. Like that's what we're portraying. We're portraying this picture perfect thing that's like we want to look really good like what's appealing about being a christian well here's all the stuff that's appealing yeah like it's like we're trying to get new people in by saying your life will be better but they'll try and hide all the times things are hard i'm trying to focus on the mountaintops than worrying about teaching us how to go through the valleys exactly personally i found that's probably why a lot of people give up on that because a lot of people want to hear about you know your lights like the good stuff that's happening in life as soon as they see the dark parts of your life, as soon as they see you struggling or whatever, it's just like, well, I can't go near that person. I don't actually want to know what's going on with them. But that's the times that we actually need to get around people and just encourage them, like, hey, man, like, I know it's not so good now, but, you know, there's still hope in your life and, you know, you can get through this kind of thing. But a lot of people don't want to know those aspects of people's lives. And that's why just um, last Sunday I found out that the clean singer of We Came As Romans like committed suicide, I personally think that you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, we need to be around people in those moments because, yeah, there's light, but there's also dark. <laughs> yeah. As well, like, we love, like, I know I love hearing stories, particularly when someone's preaching, hearing stories about how they got through the hard times yeah. and how, you know, such and such really reached out to me and helped me. And, like, we all love hearing those stories because they're amazing stories to hear. They're inspiring mm. and stuff. But then at the same time, no one ever wants to be a part of that story with you. So if you're still in the middle of that story yeah. and not at the end where you can look back and say, this is what happened and this is how I got through, no one seems to want to reach out to you then and be that person that reached out and is the reason that you're still living and breathing today. Yeah, yeah like people want to hear about you getting to the mountaintop, but they don't want to be the person that climbed it with you. Yeah, Like, yeah, like that's the thing. We want, 
like hilltop stories, but yeah. we don't want like the climb. We don't want to know about it until you know you get the nice view at the end. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like everyone wants to, like, oh yeah, you climbed Everest. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. And wow, the view must have been spectacular. And then it's like, yeah, no but all that. No one wants to hear about all the dead bodies and, and yeah, and all that, and all the horrible stuff and the conditions and stuff and the altitude and, sickness. Yeah. And no one wants to hear about that part of the story. No one wants to know. But the problem is that's what makes the climb such such a victory in the first place. Yeah. If anyone could do it, if it was so simple and you could do it on your yeah. own, then why would it be an, an amazing victory? And I think just talking about the whole mountaintop climbing concept, people generally don't, you know, they won't care if you're walking in that season with them and you don't say anything. As long as someone's there, as long as they know that they've got a friend, they've got someone that can just be there for them. And you don't have to say anything. You don't necessarily have to do any of the heavy lifting as long as they know that someone's actually there for them. Yeah, very common thing, like, amongst, like, Irish families and that, and English families, I think, too, is that a cup of tea cures all ails. Like, just making someone a cup of tea, like, not really saying anything, like, it can make them feel so much better. You know, just simple acts like that, like, a, a huge, you know, they make a huge difference to someone's life. But, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Like, it doesn't matter if you have the right things to say, just being there for someone. Yeah. Um, while they're going through something, is it makes a massive. I used difference. to say something ages ago. It was like, um, perfect encouragement doesn't exist because perfect people don't don't exist. And I've found in my life, uh, a lot of people don't give encouragement. A lot of people don't give advice because they feel like they have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And if you're waiting to give advice or encouragement to someone, you know, because you feel like oh, I'll reach perfection, you're never going to help people. You're never going to encourage people because you don't have to be perfect. Because your encouragement is never going to be. Yeah, yeah. No, I get um, a lot of people asking me like because they know that I normally know what to say in a situation like that. And they ask me, "Well, how do you know what to say?" And I'm like, "No, you just got to say something." Yeah, because sometimes what you say in that moment isn't necessarily something that's going to help them right then, but you know, maybe later down the track, it's they can recall what was said and that can help them. So that's it from us for today. If you'd like to find out more information, head on over to hopeinyourstory.com where you'll find links to all of our social media. Thanks. So that's all from us for this week. If you'd like to... Are you going to do it like five times like last podcast? That's all from... No. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, I have so much more to give. Who's gonna have to have one massive outtake of just all the like sign offs I've ever tried to do? <laughs> so that's all from us for today. No. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting tongue tied over it. So that's all today. <laughs> that's all today. <laughs> that's all, folks. So that's all. No. So that's all for. F- so that's everything from us for today. If you'd like to find out more information, head on over to hopeinyourstory.com and you'll get more glorious background noises from our two-year-old. So that's it from us for today. If you would like more information... <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I'm sure between all of these takes, I have enough to stitch one together. <laughs>